3: It is The Odd Couple on a Labor Day weekend, a funky flashback Friday. Yes, sir, Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for the, I was going to say vacation, but he's just off, Chris Broussard, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Chris will be back on Monday with me. We'll be here for Labor Day, so make sure you uh, check us out on Labor Day. We'll be live. That's right. We'll do it live. And we're also excited to announce that starting on Saturday morning, tomorrow, here on Fox Fox Sports Radio, we have a brand new college football pregame show uh, taking you right up to kickoff. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BET MGM launches. Tomorrow, this Saturday live from 9 a.m. Eastern to uh, noon or 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific. Be sure to join uh, Brian Ngo, um, and then uh, former All-American Penn State left guard Rich Ornberger and uh, Wise lead bet analyst Jared Smith as they take you right up to the college football kickoff every Saturday morning right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app, and it's presented by BetMGM. Oh, yeah. That's right. Iowa Sam is excited for that. Uh, Iowa, you on that show? Are you working at? Yes, I am. So Debuting tomorrow. Debuting tomorrow. Oh, six hundred. A lot of fun, right?
1: Oh yeah, I can't. I mean, yeah, I
3: can't wait for this. It's gonna be fun. And Iowa Sam is like the biggest college football. I fan. love college football. Yeah, yeah, and I get it. You grew up in Iowa. I, I, it's Big either, Ten country. Yeah. It's either that or what? So what else is uh, Iowa famous for? Triple uh, A Cubs. Okay. Know. Yeah. Des Moines Iowa Cubs. Or, yeah. or some corn, right? Yeah, we got a lot of corn.
5: You know the corn. If, field if, of dreams. Correct me if I'm wrong on this about people in Iowa how they get screwed on Major League Baseball. Oh, oh, they
6: that can't is, watch any
5: team. They it's get all team I think like six down. teams
6: get blacked out yeah. in Iowa. Why? Because the Royals, the Cubs, yeah. the White Sox, the Brewers, uh,
2: the Twins. Because it's weird. It's like a weird dead zone. They all consider it's to total, be in their eighties. That, people horrible. are so ticked about it. <laughs> no, but baseball. They don't have a team. Baseball right. they can't should,
3: watch any teams. Baseball should fix that. That's it, wrong. It's horrible. That horrible. It's horrible. That's wrong. They get the raw deal. No, nah, that's bad. Unbelievable. All right, Alan, let's switch to the NFL. Man, we talked a little college football mostly. But uh the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Rob G., do we have sound from Dak? All right, you got some stuff from him, right? Yes?
1: I do. I do. I can read the quote for you, Rob Parker. He can you do that? To, he spoke to the uh, media yesterday talking about his expectations for the upcoming season. Because you know... A lot of people are down on the Dallas Cowboys. You know they're da- And rightfully so. They've lost uh, three of, well, they'll be without three of their top four returning receivers because Michael Gallup is hurt right now. They're down, their starting two offensive tackles from last season. Mm. That's, that's not good. And uh, Ezekiel Elliott has been running in mud for at least two or three years now.
3: I so, mean, he's, his yards per game have gone down
1: each of the last six years, right? Yep. So uh, Dak Prescott was asked about the team. He said he's very excited. And he added later, quote, Especially with everything being said about us. You know what I mean? The lack of what we have. Keep writing. Keep talking. We're ready to go play.
3: Oh, okay. Is that it? Is that the rallying the troops? Dak Prescott, hello. Is this on? You guys stink. And you have stunk. For for 26 years or whatever it is. is. Twenty they, they, Allen, they have not been to the NFC Championship game since 1990. Is it five, Rob G? Was that it, or when did they last win? 96, 95, 96. I mean, it, it's and an, I, a, what?
5: Go ahead. And I, am I supposed to make a big deal because he said we're ready to play?
3: No, nah, I'm just like
5: Justin Fields and Chicago's ready to play. Everybody's ready, ready to, play. to play. It's play. It's called the NFL. Right. It's like
3: like what what is the big deal? But but did, will this say something to you? About and how big of a year is this for Dak? He don't have all the weapons that he's had, right? I mean, how is he gonna get this done? We know that the Cowboys were better with Dak Prescott, Allen, when they ran the football first, when yes. it was when it was Ezekiel running it. And if you remember when Dak Prescott got hurt. Tony Dungy went on NBC, and you know what he said? This could be a blessing in disguise, and everybody jumped on Tony because it was like, how could you say that when a guy gets hurt? You're saying it's a good thing, and he didn't mean it like that. He meant they could get back to running the football. That's when they were a good team four or five years ago. You remember that? Yes. Run first. That set up Dak, set up the pass.
5: And because of what they have invested in Dak also, they ask him to run less. So now he's going to have to throw the ball even more, and like he you said, you your down receivers, your offensive line isn't as good enough. In in, in our fantasy drafts, Tony Pollard is moving up the up the ranks because they don't have confidence too much in Ezekiel Elliott.
3: It it is the cowboy thing. I get it. They're popular. We know that the right the, financially, they they make the most money. They're worth the most on the Forbes list, right? It's the Cowboys, Yankees, and some soccer team, I think, right? And I think those are the top three in, in uh, professional sports teams.
5: And Jerry Jones talks a good game every season. You know, he always says this is the year that the Cowboys are going to be competitive. We have absolute faith in him, which is what you expect your owner to say. But every year, like you said, they fall flat.
3: And I, I think at some point, and we saw that last year in that playoff game. Rob G, you got those numbers. Dak was awful. That offense was god awful, Allen. And if you remember, was that against the uh 49ers? It was it was just it was you were like, what is this? Even Chris Broussard, who at one point, Allen, said that Dak was on his way to being an elite quarterback. Rob G, am I am I lying? He said, he was on his way, and I said, well, the bus crashed because he's not getting there. And even Chris had to finally throw in the towel and say, I get it. You know, like like he's not that guy because he couldn't rally the troops. He couldn't get anything going.
5: And what's helped the Cowboys over the past several years is that every other team in that division has just sort of imploded. And hasn't been any good. And now it looks like Philadelphia is 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 kind of coming back, getting back. They're certainly a much better team than they were last season. You know, you expect Jalen Hurts to take a step forward. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Cowboys react to this season because they got a lot of problems to begin the season.
3: And people still will give them... Like a pass. Like, oh, you never know what could happen. It's the Cowboy. You know, like Dak Prescott is that guy. Here we go. In the last four seasons, Allen, this will tell you a lot. Dak is eight and seventeen against teams with winning records, so they don't beat mm. the good teams. You don't have to have a a winning record, like play five hundred and then play you beat the right. You play five hundred and you beat the bad teams. Beat the right? teams you're supposed to beat, exactly. That's the winning well, record. Well, Rob, you know what's even
1: worse. Is that's not even eight and seventeen against teams that finish with a winning record. That could be. You're one and zero, and we oh, see,
3: yeah, it's got to be even worse. Yeah, it's got to be like where you finish because if you start the season, you play somebody, you know what I mean, and they're one (laughs) and zero, and then they finish. They're the Lions, and they finish four and thirteen. You didn't beat a winning team, right? You know, it's got to be where they finish. You're right, and his touchdown to interception ratio against the bad teams is is five and one, right? Against the good teams. It's below two and one, so so he feasts on bad teams and bad defenses. And I'm not saying that other quarterbacks don't as well, but the numbers against the ba- who you beat does matter. And with Amari Cooper gone, you're asking C.D. Lamb to
5: really step up. You, the C.D. Lamb has to like be a premier receiver now. He
3: could be C.D. Lamb chops this year if, he, <laughs> oh, if it doesn't gosh. work out. I'm just saying. Can I? Can I? Hey, Rob G, you will appreciate this. Last night I made lobster for the very first time. You remember how worried I was about it? Talking about lamb chops, you know I love lamb chops. So your whole life you've never made a lobster? No.
5: Ooh. Never,
3: first time. Never last put time. it in the boiling. Never. Never did it until last night. You're from
5: New York. How and do you not go to get a Maine lobster or anything like that? How do you? How does that happen? Because I
3: was always afraid. Like to, if I don't cook it right, I'm gonna get sick. You know, seafood I'm always squeamish about. You know, seafood has to be cooked right. Correct. Well, there's sushi. Well, I, mean, all, I don't eat sushi. But I'm saying, so I got, Sam gave me something to look at last night. Was that last night, Sam, or? No, no, no. That what was, was that? Was USC Chris gave it to oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah. Right, yeah. He gave it to me last night. And I I boiled the water, whatever, put them in. And they were delicious with some <laughs> drawn butter and everything. Man, I couldn't get over it. I paid like $8 for two tails that I had last night at home, and they taste like Red Lobster. Eight
5: dollars for two tails.
3: Yeah, they were the small tails. But anyway, uh, I'm just saying. All right, the the Cowboys. What are your expectations? Do you is this can Dak carry this team? And is this a telling season? What What will this tell you about Dak if if it doesn't work out?
5: You almost are asking the Cowboys at this point in time with the injuries that they have, with with the things, with the minuses that have happened with this team. You almost have to go play perfect football in order to be successful. And as we all know, they're rarely doing any kind of season for any team do all things go well.
3: So if somebody else gets hurt, say Ezekiel doesn't live up to the promise. Well, we already know. What, what, what are you expecting <laughs> from him? I mean, uh, unless you're a friend of his, I mean, that's the only people who are high. The numbers are just not good. And they, and they keep going the other way. And you could sit there and and think like, oh, they're gonna you know he's gonna regain it. Running backs don't regain anything. You know that, not, Alan. Now once again though, the
5: division could stink. The division could falter, and the Cowboys could move up there. But then come the playoffs. Then you start to meet real teams again.
3: Yeah, I, I'm just I'm not that confident with Dak. I was never I've never been a huge fan. He's put up numbers and they won some games and they won a playoff game, right? And I'm not sitting here going. The guy's a bum. He can't play at all or whatever. But I think that he was rated very high. When he's putting up those bad numbers, they weren't winning. If you yeah. remember that bad year, was that Mike McCarthy's first year? Remember? Dak put up like crazy numbers before he got hurt. And everybody was like, wow, you know, he's throwing up 500 yards a game? Yeah.
5: You know, I can't dog Dak too much, though. Why? You know why? I do like his soup commercials.
3: Oh, do you? So, you know. so is that all that matters? <laughs> when you're hungry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be interesting on how this plays out. Um, I know there's a lot of Cowboy fans out there. They're hoping and wishing, but uh, here we go. Do you expect Dak Prescott will be able to carry the Cowboys this season? What kind of season are you expecting? We'd love to hear from you. We'll continue this conversation next. It is the Odd Couple with Alan Lee and for Chris Boussard on this funky flashback. Friday, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay. America.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast Inside the Parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. It's a funky flashback Friday here on the iCouple. Rob Parker, Alan Lee in for Chris Broussard. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number talking about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. We want to hear from you. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So the next time you're having trouble... Head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination, 877-99 on Fox. Who's this? Oh, come on, Rob. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, it's Rob. Because it sounds like the rubber band man, it, it, right? Bingo. You right? got the right group. I got yeah. the group. I'm just waiting The on. blank spinners. This, come on, now. Right,
1: right. <laughs> come on. This is your uh, Go ahead. I, I, I who's, the
5: who's the lead singer for the... I Come
3: on. K- Felipe I Sol. No, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I knew I was like, it sounded like the rubber band, man. Yep. You got the right guy. Yes. All right. 877 99 on Fox. Dak Prescott, Cowboys. Wanna hear from you.
5: All right, we got Ryan from the Bay Area. Welcome to the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. Ryan, what you take?
8: Hey. Every single year, Jerry Jones uh, write a check that, that people can, cannot cash. And because of that, they always wait so late to sign players, then they end up paying way more because each year the, the price go up and they're stuck. But, they, but then they uh, uh, want to stay relevant. With Dak, it's an uh, average quarterback that be on good te- bad teams and choke against good teams. So, but then he, he kept the Cowboys relevant because they
3: went to the playoffs. No, I get it, but but uh, you know, at some point, I mean, Jerry Jones is desperate. They haven't won. They haven't won anything, uh, you know, in in a long time. And the only consistent thing for that franchise, Alan, is is, the, is Jerry Jones who runs it like a mom and pop store with all of his kids in the front office.
5: Right, Jerry's the guy that knows more about it than anybody else. Just ask him. Unbelievable. All right, Andre from Massachusetts. You're on The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's your take?
8: What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, I don't see Dak Prescott leading the Dallas Cowboys to the promised land. First of all, based off what we know about the Dallas Cowboys, what do they got, one or two playoff wins in the last what, quarter century plus? But then on top of that, listen, this NFC East has gotten better. People are looking at the Philadelphia Eagles and saying they have some pieces. They might make a run to win this division. And so if the Cowboys can't bank on making the playoffs because they win a weak division, they're going to be in the wild card conversation now. And this isn't the same roster. You've lost key pieces. You're relying on guys. And you talk about, uh, Rob, I know you do the lemon pepper parlay with my man, T.J. Jada. So wide receivers are saying, Cd he's probably not going to have as good a season this year because he doesn't have Amari taking all of um, the the coverage and the interest. So he's going to have to step up by himself. You can do a lot of things from the slot that you're not going to be able to do as a number one receiver with all eyes on you. So now you say C.D.'s numbers might go down. And I I like Zeke, you know, but I can't trust Zeke in year five and six after we've seen a steady decline. So they're probably also going to be leaning more on Tony Pollard. There's a lot of question marks. We know the Dallas Cowboys led the NFL in penalties. So, no, 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 no. I I can't believe in the magic. Rob, you mentioned it, most profitable franchise in the world, that Jerry Jones is able to, that that, that stardust that he's able to twinkle around, and, and so people believe that's good for Cowboys fans, but for uh, serious football people, I think there's going to be a regression, and they're going to have to, frankly, struggle to get into the playoffs uh, in the NFC because I don't see them winning uh, that division. Thanks for taking the call.
3: No problem. Thanks, Andre. And, and, and let me give you this, Alan. You ready? Yeah. Only four NFC teams have failed to reach – The Super Bowl since the start of the 1996 season, which is the last time uh, the Cowboys went in '95, right? Mm -hmm. One they won the Super Bowl in '95. So since 1996, only four NFL teams, uh, NFC teams, have failed to reach the Super Bowl: the Cowboys, the Washington Football Team (Commanders, or whatever they are), and the other two are the Lions and Minnesota. Those are the only teams. Think about that. Well, we already know where the Lions and their history, but and we know Washington's been awful for a long time. You remember yes. th- you you worked in DC. Sonny Jorgensen. They used to have a waiting list for, for those games. You remember oh, that? Yeah, it was you couldn't get on there. It, you couldn't get in there. And now it was it's exciting stuff. It's embarrassing. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox.
5: All right, let's hear from Fred from Florida. Fred, you're on the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. Good how you doing, how you buddy? Doing?
3: good how you doing guys great go ahead fred uh i i'm just wondering you know i'm a, i'm a week to week type of n f l guy and dallas is at is is playing tampa how is how is uh dallas's defensive line defensive line what? it's it's, <laughs> the, it's the offensive line that's the issue
5: yeah, the offensive line is pretty I, bad. But the defensive they got some good pieces on defense. They really do. They're so, some so good I'm individual looking, guys.
3: So what I'm thinking is Dallas's defensive line is really good. Tampa's lost pretty much all their starters on the offensive line. What do you think of that matchup versus uh, Old and Tom Brady? Maybe they take down Tampa Bay in week one. If they, I, if they do and, and, and Tampa and the offensive line is bad – uh, if they get that, that would be uh, big for them. To if get they off get into tonight. a
5: shootout, I don't see how they're going to beat Tampa, though. Brady, even though Brady's still Brady to some respect, and he has enough wide receivers there to make that happen. I, you you I, would I, think so. Julio Jones, might. you might see a different Julio Jones now there in Tampa. Uh, Evans, if he doesn't get hurt, you know he kind of always sort of seems to be banged up. But if it's a shootout, I, I still like Tampa Bay.
3: Yeah, it'll be... Uh... Interesting to see how that uh, plays out. Man, we're going to talk to our man Adam Kaplan coming up as well. Uh, but, yeah, the conversation of the NFL continues with Adam Kaplan, and uh, he joins us next. But first,
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: Rob Parker, Alan Lee and for Chris Broussard. Chris will be back on Monday, we'll be here live for Labor Day. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. One of our favorite guys, Adam Kaplan from, uh, of course, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider. He joins us here on The Odd Couple.
9: Adam, what's up, buddy? How are you? Guys, good to talk to you. Yeah, man, this Dallas stuff, and people love to hate the Cowboys. It's really remarkable. Well, I make. know.
3: I was gonna, That's <laughs> what we're going to start there. Yeah. And I know Dak said, keep writing that stuff. Keep talking. But, but I just said, Adam, that... Since they won the Super Bowl in, what, 95, since the '96 season, mm-hmm. only four NFC teams have not been to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys, Washington, of course the Lions, and the Vikings. That's yep. it.
9: It is amazing. You know, Philly finally got theirs in, in the '17 season, actually got there for the first time since 80 and won. And the craziest stat, guys, about the NFC East, when I first heard this a year ago, I didn't think it was true. I had to look it up, but it's true. We've not had a repeat winner in the NFC since 2004. They're wow. only four teams in the division, but no one's won it back-to-back, so that probably will eliminate Dallas for you Dallas haters. You're probably loving that.
3: That, that is incredible. And uh, the Cowboys, they got some, some you know missing receivers, yeah. offensive line. What do you expect? I mean, is Dak going to be able to put this, guy, this team on his back and get them to where uh, Cowboys fans hope? It just doesn't look like that.
9: So a couple things there. First of all, let's talk about the guys who are going to protect this quarterback. So you've got basically, guys, a minimum of two changes. Left tackle now, Tyron Smith will, will not play the rest of the, the regular season. They keep saying he's got a chance to come back in December. Based on the information I have, I don't believe that's the case. So they're going to go with Tyler Smith, their first-round pick out of Tulsa. He's a major project. This is what has been told to me by multiple teams. Lot of upside. Uh, there is some talent there, but not refined. He's very raw. Uh, I don't know of too many teams that had a first round grade on. In fact, I can't find one. I know teams have had him going in the third round. So this this is a look. This is a reach here for, for him to be the blindside protector with with Tyron Smith out. This is a to me a reach. That's why they brought Jason Peterson, who's there now. He's got a real shot to get an offer by a one-year deal. I'm talking to the Bears, they thought he actually played pretty well last season for 15 games. They thought he could still play in the league. Peters returns 41 in January, will be a Hall of Famer someday, no, no doubt about it. But you really have to be careful. Right now, they're st- even if they sign Jason Peters, my understanding is they want to still go with Tyler Smith as a starter. And then, you, then uh, look, it, that, that's, I think, part of it. You're going to have a new right tackle on Terrence Steele for Lyle Collins, who was cut, who's now with the Bengals. But one thing about Dak is he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, you got to understand the defense for years has not been very good. Last year was better under Dan Quinn. He's pretty aggressive. He's junked his cover three defense. He plays a lot of man coverage. So They're a well-coached team. I just worry, you, Rob, you talk about receiver. Michael Gallup from the ACL, they don't know exactly when he'll be back in September, but they do expect him uh, before the end of the month. So that, that, that's worrisome. Amari Cooper, of course, was traded to the Browns they didn't want to pay his contract and they also had some issues with him with competitiveness so overall you're right there're definitely some questions with the Dallas Cowboys are
5: people being a little bit over concerned with Ezekiel Elliott i mean the, the, the reduction in, in 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 what he's produced has it's been, been going six down years, though. My God. consistently and the you know Tony Pollard is starting to make more inroads into the offense is there a concern is it valid about Ezekiel
9: Elliott well this is year 7 he clearly, the last two years, you see a decline here. Now we know he was hurt two years ago. You, you do worry about the the injuries at that position. And here's another fact that's just important: Tony Pollard A has been pushing him. You know he'll see Pollard's more of a passing down guy than an early down guy, but he can do it. He's on the final year of his rookie deal. The Cowboys could get out of Elliott's contract, no, not a dime. So. It's not a secret. He must play well to come back as, as the starter next year just to come back at all. So this is a huge year for him. He's going to have pressure on him to play well. And they know he's got to be involved, and, and Pollard will be his backup in a change-up. You'll see him line up on the slide. He'll, he's, he's one of the best backup running backs in the league. So they're okay there. But the, the question is, is Elliott on decline? And the answer would be yes. He doesn't look like the same player. He's not bad at all. But you're not going to be paying him premium money unless he's an elite player, and he's got to prove that he's still elite.
3: Uh, Guest is Adam Kaplan, of course, uh, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Adam, let me ask you, we saw Russell Wilson get his new deal. Um, It wasn't fully guaranteed. Lamar Jackson with, with Baltimore says that he wants his to be fully guaranteed. What are we hearing here? I mean, we're running out of time here.
9: Yeah, so a couple of things here. With the Wilson contract, the full guaranteed signing was was really good. It, it, yes, it was, Rob, you're right, it was not fully guaranteed. No right. one's doing five years at 250 plus billion million, fully guaranteed, the whole thing. No, no one's going to do it. Unless you're going to be suspended. I'm sorry. Huh. I'm, well, I'm just, I, it's, I'm just, that's the guy. I'm just I'm like, I mean, what's crazy is his agent, Mark Rogers, if I'm not mistaken, I know he's a baseball agent, though he's a hard negotiator, uh, he doesn't have any NFL players other than uh, Russell Wilson. I believe I, th- I still think it's just Russell. And, and
3: you remember Russ was a baseball player, right? Yeah, right. And that's
9: why he's got him. Yep. And I know talk of the Seahawks when they did his last two extensions. The first one was a bloodbath. It was very contentious, and they because he wanted to challenge him. I don't blame him what he did. He he wanted he wanted a fully four year, fully guaranteed contract. They told him to get lost, pound sand, and they, they didn't do that. And they did their typical structure. But he got a very good contract. But no no one no agent. And now with with the obviously with the, with the, Mol- the uh, Walton family owning the, the Broncos, you could really. I mean, if Russell Wilson wanted to, and his agent, they could have just taken this and waited, and tried to push into, in March. It's not like he was he signed he was signed through twenty three. So
3: and, and he has all the leverage they gave he up does. everything
9: they gave up everything right. for him exactly, Robert. But no one is willing to do it. These agents are not willing to do it. I you got leverage. You just you nailed this. I, I don't think the the, the players of the Adina Russell's not one to do that. Although he talked himself out of, of Seattle, there's no no doubt about that. I, in my reporting over this, he, I don't want to say force his way out, but he wanted out. I mean, th- th- that was you know, and, and the Seahawks were ready to rebuild around him, re- rebuild without him, right? But the, the but their quarterback situation is terrible. Ironically, uh, but look, getting back to Russell Wilson, yes. Now we look at the Mar Jackson deal, who does not have an agent, as I understand the NFLPA is helping him. He's just they're assisting him in trying to get this deal done. They're making a put, the Ravens are trying to make a push by next Saturday. Now, remember Lamar said he does not want to negotiate in season, which makes sense. You don't want to be yeah. dealing with that. Exactly. And the Steelers have a rule, by the way, they set a, a, a rule of, of midnight, uh, the day before the game, they will not negotiate in season for that, that very reason with, with uh, any agent for an extension. So I expect them to make a push because this is the best second best deal in NFL history, a quarterback. Uh, the r- deal that Russell Wilson got. So if you're Lamar, you want that deal. I understand Russell Wilson's won a Super Bowl, but and Lamar's also been an MVP. A unanimous MVP. Yes, like and that. he's got to push for it. I understand he had a tough year last year. There's there's no doubt he also was ill. Uh, he didn't play well. and There's no disguising it, but this guy's in a, a, one of the top five, top seven quarterbacks, and he's it's up to him whether he wants to push for it. That See, without an agent, guys, this is what holds up deals like this. It's going to be interesting to see if this deal can get done, and if it does, what the fully guaranteed. When you, when you see the guaranteed money number, ignore it. All you need to know is how much is fully guaranteed sign. signing. That's the only number that matters to the National Football League.
5: Uh, Adam talking about top quarterbacks in the league. What can we expect from Aaron Rodgers this season? Now that he definitely doesn't have Devontae Adams, and we've talked about the fact he's going to lunch with one of his rookie wide receivers. <laughs> I
3: think
9: he can win a third MVP. I do. It's going to be hard, Rob. See, look, elite quarterbacks like him make others around him better. But if you look at the lack of experience, he's got his guy, Randall Cobb, who's a very close friend. is one of his best friends. He's a slot receiver who's aging. He doesn't have much left. Sammy Watkins is just a fourth receiver. Romeo Dobbs they love, who's a fourth runner of Nevada. Talking to Green Bay about him, they think he's one of the highest character and smartest kids they've, they've drafted in years at that position as a rookie. Christian Watson's really raw out of uh, – out of North Dakota State, you know, out of the, the FCS division. And he's raw. He missed almost all of training camp. He, he's got a long way to go. And Alan Lazard is a holdover. They like, he's had some injuries, but it's not good. Look, you, you trade away Devontae Adams, Robert Tunyon, their, their, their starting tight ends coming back with a tour in ACL. They've got problems. They're, you're right to question it. Now, Rob, for, for him to be the MVP, let me tell you something. If, now again, the MVP is only based on the regular season. If they're, if they're, um, you know, If Roger throws for over 5,000 yards and has 40-plus touchdowns, yes. Oh,
3: only He'll from this standpoint. standpoint, Adam, yeah. I'm just saying, he has a narrative that you lost Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. If this team wins 13 games and he puts up his typical numbers, you'll be hard-pressed to say, what has he done it with? That's why I think that
9: there, I agree. There's, no, a, that's there's a, great a path. W- right. You know what I'm and, saying? There's a yeah, path there. And you make others around you better now. I think Russell Wilson, you, folks, if you're a Broncos fan listening, all the nightmares about Drew Locke throwing the football to your receivers and tight ends—that's gone. He's in Seattle. You will find out what a difference makes for a quarterback here, there in Denver. It, it, it's going to be night and day. He's at least plus five more wins. I'm telling you, they're going to be a minimum of a 12-win team, and they're going to win that. AFC Are they going West. to the AFC? Yeah. Oh, they're going the to the cha- win the championship. Division. Yeah, they're going. Well, I, I, if I, I have to, I, I'm I vote in a bunch of polls and magazines and stuff like this right. for next week. But I'll give you one hint. I'm going to. I'm going to be picking the Broncos to win the AFC West, which I know is the upset. No one thinks it's going to happen, but you just wait. You wait to see how Russell Wilson does in that division.
3: All right. His name is Adam Kaplan, man. One of the best covering the NFL, Fox Sports Radio. NFL insider, Adam, uh, great to talk to you. And we'll be talking to you all through, throughout the season, my, my friend. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Yep. Take care. No doubt. All right. Big changes are coming in the world of golf. We'll get into that next. It is the Odd Couple with Alan Lee and for Chris Broussard. Rob Parker here. You there. Stick and stay, America.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
7: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
6: I know this is Johnny Kemp.
3: Am I right? I remember getting paid in the 80s on a Friday night, bopping to this with my little check. Right. My $217 yeah. in my pocket. I thought you were
5: making some damage.
3: As I right? thought I had money. Let's drive to the mall. I don't even have a credit card. I just had paid cash. It is the Odd Couple on a Funky Flashback Friday. Rob Parker... Alan Lee and for Chris Bouchard, coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you could redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. It makes sense. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply. All right, Alan, you're a... Uh, uh a big time golfing guy. Love golf. Yes.
5: Stink at it, but love it.
3: That's all right, but you love it. I know you do. And uh the live golf, you know, uh is made such a controversy. And most of it because uh you know, they're trying to muscle in and, you know, get in a uh Uh, a space that was always just the PGA's and nobody ever challenged them. And so they're fighting and pushing back.
5: And they've taken a lot of top players away.
3: And yeah, a lot of top players because there's money to be made and they're getting paid big time money. And uh, now there's a little controversy about how unfair it is for live golfers not to be getting ranked. Talk about, Uh, what's transpired.
5: Yeah, the interesting thing about that is that they're, they're, they're upset that they aren't getting ranking, and the whole thing is the guys who sort of set that system, uh, they come from the PGA Tour, uh, the DP World Tour, the USGA, uh, the RA, the PGA of America, and Augusta National, and, and pretty much um, all those organizations are also under review. But the guys on the Live Tour are thinking that, wait a minute, you mean what we're doing doesn't count? in terms of the rankings and so rankings obviously very important it's leads to a lot of extra money when you think about it because that's how you're known and that's how you determine about who the best players in the world are so they're they're upset about that but this whole thing it's a growing at some point something's gonna and then you and the pga has been bent a little bit in the sense that they've upped the the, the purses.
3: Well, they're making changes right. now because you know what? They didn't have to, Allen, before because right. there was no other competition. Exactly. And if things were great and there was no issue, you wouldn't be making changes. You know you got to make changes because they just lost. Who did they lose? The second uh, ranked player?
5: Yes, second ranked player.
3: And the problem um, that. Allen, it's just a matter of time. You're going to lose more and more, uh, and ma- then what? All right, a matter of time.
5: The, the problem right now is really, though even though you've had all these guys go to the live tour you have the old establishment you know those guys that have set the records were part of the pga the historical part of it gary player came out the other day and basically said that the only reason that guys are playing on the, the guys who play on the live tour are guys who don't have confidence in their ability uh so that's
3: a major stab by a guy that that has been around for a long time and is considered one of the golf's greats. I, I get it, but but I, you, you got to take those guys with a grain of salt, and I'm going to tell you why. They're old school. There was nothing else, and of course, they want to hold on to that. Right. They're afraid that there could be another golf. Uh, uh, what's what's the right term for uh, another uh, golf league, another competition? Competition. That could wind up changing things and not being the golf that they knew. Right. It's so, sort of like you know an argument I mean? to me
5: about when when rock and roll was
3: coming along. Right. And people oh, like, my oh God. Elvis Presley. Oh, oh my that God. gyration. Turn, turn your head. You know, uh, when Elvis Presley was on the Ed Sullivan show, uh, and and a lot of people don't notice, they wouldn't show to him below the waist right. because they thought if if kids saw him moving his hips, they're going to have sex. Right. That's really what. Am I right? And yeah. that's what this is. Is like the. Inevitables coming. Things
5: change, Alan. You know, you have, to get, you have to get the hierarchy from both sides into a room and say, how are we going to work this out? How are we going to make compromises here that's both for each party? And the PGA is going to say, look, history's on our side. We have the titles and the championships that these guys all grew up wanting to be a part of. So how do we make this work? Well, we also increase the money. So the smarter heads have got to get in the room
3: and people got to make compromises. There was, I'll tell you a perfect example. Um, when the USFL came around, if you remember, people don't, I'm talking about the original USFL, mm-hmm. not all these other leagues that have come after. NFL players left left and right because they were paying more money. Right. Okay. Reggie White played in the USFL. Chris Collins, Herschel Walker. I could go on and on. Jim Kelly. You think about Jim Kelly was in the Buffalo Bills? He played for the San Antonio Gunslingers or whatever. We could go on and on and on, and they went because the NFL wasn't paying money. Right. You remember that? Right.
5: It, I kind of liken it to the fact that there was the NBA and then there was the ABA, and the ABA started to have these the sleeker look. It was like a more fun They're the fun ones league. who had the
3: slung, slam dunk contest, the right. three-pointer. That was the ABA.
5: Right. And the NBA finally says, okay, we need the... Take that away. We're gonna accept some of you guys into the NBA. We're gonna adopt some of the policies. You know, so I I guess like it, it it's it's just gotta be a situation where people start to sit down in a room and say, Okay, we gotta make this work.
3: This is what happens when it's called competition. When when exactly. somebody else enters the marketplace, we don't just have one hamburger place. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. like, oh no, wait a minute. We were first, you can't make hamburgers. Yes we can. And that's why there's a million hamburger places now. It's crazy to me. All right. It is the Odd Couple. Final hour of the program is coming up next. So you want to stick and stay. Rob Parker, Alan Lee on Fox.
6: Yes, we can.